Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study and we're so glad you could join us. But before we get into the Word, let us take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for your faithfulness, Lord, and your goodness, Lord. And we just thank you for all the work that Jesus has done on the cross for us, Lord, and that we have the ability to walk in that power, Lord, that you have already endowed us with, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for the baptism of the Holy Spirit that resides in us, a free gift with all of us, Lord, and that you have given it to us, Lord, without any strings attached to it, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for your ceaseless and un. Um, unrelenting love for us, Lord, and that you love us, Lord, as you loved your only begotten Son. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Somebody name amen. Boom, boom. Previously on Biblical Adventures with Paul. <laughs> no, <I'm just laughs> <You kidding>. guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, welcome, everyone. And yes, there are, there's a lot of activity going on in this section of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Because Paul was, well, People were calling for his execution. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Romans were all spun up and, you know, found out that he was a Roman citizen. And mm-hmm. now they're trying to sort things out. So, as mm-hmm. we begin to get into chapter 3. 23? I, chapter 23 of Acts, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I get a volunteer to read the first 10 verses? I will. All right there, promise. Then Paul, looking earnestly at the council, said, Men and brethren... I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. And the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. For you sit to judge me according to the law, and do you command me to be struck contrary to the law? And those who stood by said, Do you revile God's high priest? Then Paul said, I did not know, brethren, that he was a high priest. For for it is written, You shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. But when Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. Concerning the hope and resurrection of the dead, I am being judged. And when he had said this, a dissension arose among the Pharisees and Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For for Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, and no angel or spirit, but the Pharisees confess both. Then there was a loud outcry, and the scribes of the Pharisees' parties, parties arose and protested, saying, We find no evil in this man, but if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him, let us not fight against God. Now when there was a great dissension among the when there was a great dissension, the commander, fearing lest Paul might be pulled to pieces by them, commanded the soldiers to go down, take him by force from among them, and bring him into the barracks. Hmm. So a lot happening. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to open the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. Mm-hmm. So who'd like to begin? I, I would. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead LaCharles. You go ahead, Leo. Oh, I just found it. In- Thank you, LaCharles. I just found it interesting that the Pharisees had the same like answer that Gamaliel did in the beginning when we first see the apostles, and he said, "Hold up, wait a minute." Essentially, that's par- that's later paraphrased version. 
let's not fighting let's not do this lest we find ourselves fighting against god and we see the pharisees are um they have the same you know mindset but it's also also interesting that they were the ones that were there crying out for jesus to be crucified when he was the one telling them that he was the man that was bringing salvation in the resurrection from the dead mm-hmm. now that they're believing into it which is good to see that they're now coming around and coming to their senses that they are going oh this is what god meant the whole time and they're starting to come into alignment um now before it's too late for them mm-hmm. and as it ties to us today in human in you know present day america or whatever country you know, that the listener is in. Let's make sure that we are staying and focused on the, the, the Lord, as in paying attention to the Holy Spirit. The times and the seasons is what Jesus told his disciples before he was crucified. He said, these things are going to happen, um, especially we'll see a whole section in the end of Matthew about the end of the age and these things that are going to happen and be aware of it. You'll look up into the skies and say, Oh, there are four months to harvest. And he's going, it's already white for harvest. The time is already upon us. It's actually high past time for us to get up and be about the father's business, just as Jesus was about the father's business. But we can't do that if we aren't paying attention to the, to the Holy spirit. And we're not willing to submit to his prompting and his guiding because then we'll be forcing our own way and trying to do our own thing. And we'll miss all of it. Mm-hmm. The Charles. Ah, uh, yes. And what the Lord was speaking to me about was that first he pointed out to me just how double minded the Pharisees and the Sadducees were. As soon as they, um, Paul said this one statement in the midst of them, they were suddenly nothing could be found wrong with him. But this whole time they had been protesting, writing that he was, doing all sorts of wickedness that is unconceivable against the temple and stuff. And how the Lord should show me was that in this group is not only just those who didn't believe. Um, we see inside of Acts 15, 5, but some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up saying, it is necessary to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. We see that some of the Pharisees who were here did in fact believe in the resurrection of Jesus and believed and were followers of the way at this time. And as she had been saying in previous podcasts, mommy, that these were not just um, the unbelievers, but some of the believers were carried away as well as the thought of violence erupted around them and they wanted to partake in it. And we can see the same is true here and how they were quickly divided um, as soon as they had united richly in doing wrong. But as soon as it was turned around and he was talking about that he was being judged and concerned about what he knew to be right and which was in the law, then they were um, consuming each other, I'd say. And they were fighting against each other because they understood there was nothing to be found wrong with Paul. They understood that this was nonsense, essentially. That's why they could say with good conscience, this man has done no evil. And Paul hadn't. Mm-hmm. So you mean to say that when you look at the argument, it wasn't just a back and forth of, of a word fight, if you will. They were so in opposition to each other and just willing to fight and be violent that they were willing to pull Paul into pieces like uh like a rag doll like I would do to my stuffed bears when I was younger. I just pull them apart and eat the stuffing. Um <laughs> just because I thought it was funny. But 
and it shows us uh, even about the church today sometimes we get carried away with one one idea or another well you're doing this in your church and i don't think you should be doing that versus god said don't do that and then we see the division between um the church and the body of christ and the and a breaking in the formation that god and jesus have put into place and now instead of god being able to command his body he's now going to try to sew this this torn teddy bear back together and make it a <laughs> mommy why you, why you had that look on your it's face it's just a mommy. sad little picture to think about the body of christ being a torn teddy bear but that's how we look sometimes go ahead sweetheart and he has to round us back up and put us back together and you know, stitches, stitches again. So then we can move forward and we, that could be easily avoided again. If we just followed the leading and the guiding of the Holy spirit, take our thoughts and our opinions because they don't matter at all. And that's a lesson I've had to learn and put it in the hands of the Lord and just follow what he says, because he'll make sure that everything works and that it turns out the way he wants it to, mm-hmm. even if it's not the way we think it should look. Mm-hmm. Be quick to hear. Slow to speak and slow to wrath. The wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. That's the rest of that verse. Amen. Amen. But just the process of instead of reacting or responding in our flesh, just giving, giving the Holy Spirit a moment, you know, hear the whole matter. Give the Holy Spirit an opportunity to respond. We always have time to hear from him. Nothing is so, so urgent that we can't hear his voice because Jesus is the light right and his light is the life of men so since that's the case we always have time and we need to make time to hear his voice because not even death can stand up to him right so then there's no matter that we can't take the opportunity to hear what holy spirit has to say to us um but you know as they're doing this it also it also lets us know that they're the spirit behind it mm-hmm. is actually the problem. And, you know, for a moment, the Pharisees kind of sober out of the intoxication of anger and violence and the blinding that the adversary has placed upon their eyes. For a moment, they sober out of that. Um, but again, as we, the scripture is here for our edification. Am I a yes. Pharisee? Am I living my life as a Pharisee? Am I parading around pretending to do the will of God? But really, it's just a means to do my own, a different, another club that I've joined to be a part of something because I feel like it entitles me. It gives me power. It makes me stronger. It, you know what I mean? It, it gives me some kind of authority to lord over other people. Am I being a, a, a Pharisee in my life? Am I being a Sadducee? Have I, I just like the word, but I don't want Holy Spirit to be any part of it. I want to just read the Bible and memorize it so I can slash well, and bonk when I need to, but I don't <laughs> want to follow you, God. But when truly, it's part of it. Mm-hmm. Do, do I do I want to, as a Sadducee, like certain parts and leave out others? Exactly, and so this is here for us to examine ourselves. You know, if you, this is something that the Lord has ministered to me, and you know, it may sound like, oh, that doesn't seem pretty, but who can exist in a lie? So he tells me as I read the word to see who I sound like, you know, like, hmm, well, I said that. 
I talk like that. I think like that. I would have said the same thing. And it helps me to clarify what's on the inside of me and to get a measurement of where I am. Where am I in this walk with you, Lord? Because I can think all day long, I'm doing what's right. These Pharisees thought they were convinced that they were doing right. The Sadducees were convinced that they were doing right, but they were both outside of the will of God and their eyes were blinded. Their understanding was darkened because their flesh was in the way. Actually, and because they had another God. God wasn't actually their God, but at any moment they could have made him their God. Right. And, oh, go well, ahead, baby. And there's, a, there's another great point in what you're saying that we haven't yet covered. All of this is being played out in front of Romans, who, well, mm-hmm. ultimately were Gentiles, or in today's they were, we, they were non, un, yeah. not yet believers. Mm-hmm. And then just seeing the infighting mm-hmm. amongst well, Amen. those that all claim to be following the Lord. Amen. It's just a, a huge, I'll say, example of how we sh- should not carry and conduct ourselves. Amen to that. Unfortunately, we still see this within the body of Christ today. Amen, that torn teddy bear. That's why it hurt my feelings so much when you said that. I was like, oh, yeah, that that's how it looks. And each one, again, as you were saying, claiming their right, saying that, you know, one thing <laughs> commanding that all the those that are there strike Paul and and Paul saying, "Hey, wait a second, you're you're a whitewashed tomb." Which th- there's truth in what he said because that's exactly what Christ said, right? Yes. And still, yet and still, while it's still accurate, there's there's the other aspect of it's still being contrary to the law. But yet then the Pharisees and Sadducees are retorting, saying, well, do you, are you in opposition to the high priest? But well, he didn't know he was the high priest. Right. Which, again, not knowing. And he quickly apologized. Exactly. Is... However, mm-hmm. it's already out there. Right? Yes. The, the I'll say, like a better phrase, anger, the, the resentment, the, the retort. Is already out, witnessed by all who were there, to now have say to either, you know, does it help, I'll just say it this way, does it help someone believe in the Lord, or does it make people say, if that's how they are, then I want no part of it. Mm-hmm. That's a... That's a true statement. You know, when we, sometimes we don't remember or think about the witness that we give. And, you know, like we were talking about, um, am I here for the right reasons? What is my heart before God? Who do I look like in, in these, um, not scenarios, but in this, you know, as we read the scriptures and look into the divine word of God, who do I look like? Who do I resemble in this account? You know, and just looking soberly and accurately at me because, while I can't control everybody else, I can control one. One less person in that crowd biting and devouring can make a difference. And if everybody was that one who was who chose not to bite and devour, devour, but had a sober understanding of who they are and who God is and chose instead to actually follow God, not follow what the group says or follow what the group thinks so that I can feel included. Um, let you had something, baby. Yes, and also what the Lord was showing me was that with with listening to the Lord is not just 
based off previous experience or that I've listened to the Lord once, but it's a continual situation that as you see that Paul did react in anger in this moment. Mm -hmm. And after he realized where he was wrong, he did apologize. But it comes down to listening to the Lord all the time, not just when we feel good or it feels like everything's going to be all right or we feel we're going to get some glory out of this and we feel like it's the Lord's will and it's good for us if we do this, but Mm -hmm. also in the times and situations where it's rough. Then also the Lord would show me was that Paul wasn't just going there just to spread dissension among them, but Mm -hmm. the Lord showed me that the comment that Paul made after his first comment was appointed by the Lord, meaning that it wasn't Paul just talking out of his flesh or doing something that he thought would save himself, but that's what the Lord wanted. And he reminded me of different scriptures in which Paul, not Paul, the Lord uses unconventional methods to expose the hearts of men he doesn't always just come and say or confront them in the moment say this is what you think but we see jesus asking the pharisees and sadducees and lawyers questions that cause them to reveal themselves or cause their true heart to be known and we can see the same being shown here he's causing them to reflect upon themselves and reflect upon their upon their motives for doing what they're doing is it truly because they think paul has um done something contrary to the law or is it just because they're jealous of what paul has to say or how the lord is using paul mm-hmm. well as you well stated there sir it exposed or revealed what their heart was right yes and all the other little things will also get exposed over time right but that's what the word of the lord does it reveals those things not to condemn us but so we can deal with it so we can bring it under the blood, submit to the Lord, right? Bring it under the blood and come into alignment with his plans and his purpose for us. Mm-hmm. But instead, it only revealed the division even amongst themselves, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Mm-hmm. They're trying to present a unified front. But instead, now the division is, well, clearly exposed and revealed in the presence of all and there's still infighting and division happening here that now they've kind of shifted (laughs) their outlook and their desire to see you know i'll say paul killed and it's now again that anger and hatred is is now towards each other and both of these again are well, wait, part of the same body. They're both in Judaism. They're both in both are claiming they're serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. So how can they hate their brother? Well, it says very plainly, if, if you say you love God, but you hate your brother. The truth is not in you. Okay. You're a liar. And, and we know that nothing that causes a lie will be allowed to enter the kingdom. Or re-enter the heavenly community. So we need to understand this for ourselves in our own life. And I promised you had something to share. Oh, yes. And Lord's talking to me about Paul's response to the high priest and the Pharisees and Sadducees. And how most people, when they see that, some of them may think, well, disrespect is needed to convey a point. And the Lord is showing me that it's not necessarily the fact of what Paul was saying. It was because of what Paul was saying was true. It wasn't 
the way he said it because if you see if you look inside of Deuteronomy 20 18 through 21 it talks about rebellious sons and how if if they're disrespectful and don't listen they're supposed to be stoned and we know that the Lord won't violate his own word to us so we know that the Lord won't um, condone something wrong in order to show someone else that they're wrong and I believe mommy you said this that we're good that they were seeing it from a point of that they were going to do God a favor by doing wrong to someone else to mm-hmm. co- prevent them from doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Go, do you have something else, honey? And also, it's important for us to understand that um, it's not our own words that causes people to come to the Lord. Inside of Romans, I believe, it says that the goodness of God brings many men to repentance. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of our own emotions or how we look to the people. It's about how how we convey what the Lord has told us to convey. And if, if we say exactly what the Lord tells us to say, then we know that, that the Lord speaks to all those people present. Mm-hmm. It's the moving of the Holy Spirit that draws anyone mm-hmm. to salvation, not our convincing words. The Holy Spirit works through us when we yield to him. But it is his power working in us that brings that change to other people's lives. Amen. There's a lot in there. So let's pause there for today. And can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today. And we thank you for this time in the word, Lord. And we bless your name, Lord. We thank you for the seasons and the times that you've placed here. And you've given us to enjoy, Lord, the beauty that you've created, God. We thank you for you being our Father, Lord, and giving us the ability to be your children, Lord, for you to be our God and for us to be your people, Lord. We thank you for your blessings, and we thank you for all the good things that you pour out on us, Lord, and the destiny track that you have for each and every one of us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, we pray amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org, click on connect in the menu bar, and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.